Four minutes after 12 is the time. You are listening to James O'Brien on LBC, where we turn our attention next to Mystery Hour, your weekly opportunity to achieve the sort of um, information, resolution, satisfaction you can't ordinarily achieve anywhere else on your radio dial. The way you get involved is this. You dial the usual number, 0345 You ask a question to which you're pretty sure there must be an answer, but you have been unable to find it yourself. And you wait for someone else to ring in with the answer. If it doesn't sound like a lot of fun, you're wrong. It's an immense amount of fun, which is why it's the only hour on this radio station that comes with an absolutely cast-iron guarantee of at least one laugh-out-loud moment between now and one o'clock. That's only one of two guarantees. Ah, you lucky people. It also comes with a guarantee that by one o'clock you will know more than you do now. may not be information that ever proves remotely useful to you or that you feel remotely grateful for, but it's yours. You might also have forgotten it again by ten past one, but that's not the point. The guarantee is that by one o'clock you will know more than you do now. The only other guarantee on Mystery Hour is that however often I do it, however much time we spend together, every single week at five minutes past twelve on a Thursday, all the questions I've got in the back of my mind for the previous week, thinking, oh, I'll ask about that on Mystery Hour, they all disappear. I've got one, but I don't think... I can't really... Why does the cat drink the water out of my cup next to the bed instead of the water in her bowl? Is that, is that? It's not very mystery, is it? It might just be my cat. That's probably not the best example of the other two rules of this feature, which are don't be boring and don't ask questions that only you will be interested in the answer to. Oh three four five six oh six oh nine seven three is the number that you need. Uh, it's two phone lines free currently. Uh, Rosie and um, Caroline have a slightly tough task at this point in proceedings, given that a lot of people ring in with questions that we've already answered. A lot of people ring in labouring under the illusion that anybody else is going to be remotely interested in the answer to the question that they want to ask. A lot of people ring in to sort of shout Jaffa Cakes down the phone line and then hang up thinking that it's hilarious. So th- th- although it's tough to get through at the top... Give it a couple of minutes and you might get through again. Now, for example, that's six minutes past. We've dealt with a lot of the stuff that came in at 11.59 and there's a couple of phone lines free. Anything you want. Who, why, what, where, when, whither, whence, even the occasional wherefore. Where does that come from? Why do we do this? Why do we do that? Where does that tradition begin? What what does that word, what's it doing in that context? You you know what I mean. You know how this works. And if you're going to answer a question, you can't look anything up. Uh, That should be self-evident, but actually, as as the months pass, I realise why we need to remind ourselves. You're not allowed to look anything up. So if you've got the Encyclopaedia Britannica groaning on your bookshelves, leave it there. If you've got Google sort of beckoning to you, come here, come here, Google, Google, ignore it. Ignore the siren call of search engines. This is a celebration of education, illumination, and knowledge seven minutes after 12 is the time should we crack on let's go to edinburgh first ellen is there ellen question or answer hi it's a question carry on um so you know when you see a burglar in a cartoon or a comic they're always wearing black and white stripes and i just wondered where that came from oh that's a good question I have a black and white dress that I wear, and every time I wear it, I feel like a cartoon burglar. You should have a swag bag over your shoulder as well. I suspect it's probably something to do with mime, isn't it, or puppets? I'm not sure. You're not going to obviously allow me to claim a round of applause for this, but I'd be amazed if it didn't have something to do with silent performance, so that you know it's a burglar simply by looking at them. Like Punch and Judy, what what's the what does the burglar in Punch and Judy wear? Probably black and white, but where did that come from? What, what came first? Yeah. Punch and Judy or the actual... It would be the Commedia dell'arte, wouldn't it? It would be the 14th century Florentine theatrical tradition that led to Punch and Judy and possibly brought some of its key characters with it. But wouldn't was there a famous 
burglar that dressed in black and white? There or? was. Scaramouche. Uh, I'm making stuff up now. Yeah, you are. Sorry about that. I'll try and find out for you. Why do we associate striped garments with burglars? Oh, three four five six oh six oh nine seven three. What a lovely question. James is in Shoreditch. James, question or answer? Question, James. Carry on, mate. Um, what I want to know is, if you pull a hair out... Oh, mate. And, and, <laughs> sorry, I knew you were going to be grossed out by this. All right, go on. What, on your head, is it? <laughs> well, it could be anywhere. All right. You pull the hair out, it grows back, pull the hair out, but sometimes, if you pull the hair out enough, it stops growing. What? Well, if you get well, the whole follicle out, I presume it stops growing, but otherwise you well, just... Well, I've heard ladies describe if they wax their legs a lot and sometimes the hair stops growing, it grows back a lot thinner. Well, My so question is, yeah. does hair have a finite lifespan? If you pull that out enough times, does it stop growing? Each what, follicle... Each, how many times? It's the follicle, mate. It's not the hair. You, if you pull out this, like, the root of, of the hair, if you get the root out, it's just think of it like a hedge. You can cut your hedge a million times. It's never going to go away unless you dig up the roots. If you dig up the roots, the hedge won't grow back. It's the same with hair. If you get the follicle out, it won't grow back, but it's very hard to yeah, get the you, follicle out. You're saying if you pull it just the once and the follicle comes out, that's it? Plausible, yeah. Unlikely, but plausible. Possible. Well, how many times do you have to pull it out? It's not a question of how many times, is it? It's a question of whether or not you get lucky with the follicle. No, I'm not buying it. No, I'm not surprised. You need to try it open. Yeah, I think you're right. Cheers, James. Carry on, mate. Oh three four five six oh six oh nine seven three is the number you need. What was that question? You put him through. I don't understand what the question is. How many times do you have to pull out a hair before it stops growing? Doesn't even make sense. The premise is bogus. Steve is in Maidstone. Steve, question or answer? Hi, James. There's a question, please. Go on. Um, I've noticed in a couple of military films that I've been watching just recently. I'm not a military man, so it might be an easy question for a military person. If they're if they're going to like a a base camp or to a location, they'll say it's seven clicks west yeah. or fifteen clicks east. What is the what is the click? It's a kilometre. Really? Yeah. Isn't it? I've no idea. I thought it was click as in C-L-I-C-K, click. I, I, I wasn't too sure. I'm pretty sure it's another word for a, for a kilometre. I'm in no position to argue the point, hence why I'm ringing. I've oh. honestly no idea. I, I am going to take a round of applause for this. I'm 99.9% sure. Is that all you wanted to know? What do they mean? You didn't want to know why they say click for a kilometre. Well, no, because you didn't know what it meant, so how could you ask why they do it? No, what was the unit of, unit of measurement? Yeah, it's a kilometre. Why do they just say kilometre, then? Because, ah, now, that possibly is where things get more interesting and where I start speculating wildly while trying to sound authoritative. Are you ready? <laughs> I, I, I suspect it's because you know that military radios are not like, you know, I mean, we live in digital times, but when these technologies were first launched, the, the, the quality of the sound was quite difficult. So if I was saying kilometre or kilometre, you might have misheard the kilo bit and you might have thought I was 16 metres away. When in fact I was 16 kilometres away, so they've shortened it. It's like a compound, a condensation of the word, and it becomes clicks, so that you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm 16 clicks away. Well, Over. You've convinced me. Yeah. I've, you're not a military man, with all due respect. Uh, uh, steady on, mate. I am a military man, but if I if I give you ah oh, no no no, we've been here before. If I gave you any further details of my service, I'd have to kill you. <laughs> well, it, Which I could, for the record, do with my bare hands. And I, I'm more than confident in your ability, sir. <laughs> it was mentioned previously in Transformers, and they're up to date, because they're Transformers. Bang right? on the mic. Yeah, you can't get much past the Transformer these days. I'm going to exactly. take my round of applause now. I, I, beautiful. 
Problem. It didn't need the Y, so if I was wrong about the Y, don't ring in. The steward's inquiry would only be if clicks doesn't mean kilometres, and I'm 99.9% sure it does. Nice question, Steve. 12.12 is the time. Ben is in Hendon. Ben, question or answer? Question, James. Carry on. Um, live animals are called one thing, so you've got a cow is a cow, but mm. once you've killed it, you go into a butcher, you're asking for beef. Mm. Same with sheep is mutton, but when you've got chicken... It's still a chicken. Pigeon is still a pigeon. Pheasant is still a pheasant. We could be here sometime. Where, where's the name? Where's <laughs> yeah? Where, where's the name change come from? From alive to a dead animal. It's uh, it's Norman, isn't it? It's food. It's, it's food. It's eating it. So birth, pork, birth, beef, pork, pork, mutton, mutton. It, it, it's because poor people had chickens and rich... Oh, I can't remember, mate. Sorry. It's something to do with the fact that when we started serving up these lovely banquets, we'd be doing it in French. Right. No, it's not even beginning to sound likely, is it, as an answer? No. No. All right, there's no need to be quite so curt. <laughs> it is something to do with that. I, I Sometimes when I do this, right. I, I start groping and an answer comes to me, but I'm doing a lot of groping. I'm not getting any answers. No. It was my seven-year-old daughter asked me that last week. God, that makes me feel even worse. I mean, you know, yeah. we should know between us. So, yeah, so the question, why do we change cow to beef and don't change chicken to chicken? Correct. All right, I'll see what I can do. Uh, you, you definitely got something to do with the Normans. Uh, you, you could, you're a dad. You can, you can work that up into something feasible to get past a nine-year-old girl, for heaven's sake. Um, John's in hand. And John, question or answer? A question, please, James. Carry on. When Mrs. O'Brien asks your, you to do some housework, yes. and order, yeah, you know what it, yeah, and she orders you to polish the the table and Stay you know, go around and dust the family program. Why, yes. Why are why are dusters yellow? Why are they always traditionally yellow? We've done why this before. Other? I can't remember the answer. Can you remember the answer? No. Not you, I was oh, asking them. No, obviously you wouldn't ring into our... No, of course not. I mean, I, I wasn't asking you. I was, I was making eye contact with one of my colleagues and asking them if they could remember the answer. Why do we have yellow dusters? Yeah, all right, I'll put it on the board. I like that. And uh, there okay. is... It, 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 oh, it's gone. Okay. Carry on. Okay. I'll see. Okay. I, I shall do my best, John. Why do we have yellow dusters? Why do we change the name of some meats? So why does cow become beef? Uh, pig becomes pork, but chicken don't become something different. Chicken is chicken. Uh, how many times do you have to pull your hair out before it doesn't grow back? I, mean, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we start getting complaints in a minute about the quality of this week's questions. There's no excuse. Phones are ringing off the hook. Uh, Natalie, you'll be up first after this. 3R on LBC with James O'Brien. Call 0345 19 after 12 is the time. You're listening to James O'Brien on LBC. Questions that need answers. Um, why do burglars wear stripes? How many times do you have to pull a hair out before it never grows back again? And I need an answer to that because the question doesn't really make sense. And why do we change the names of some meats from the animals? So when you have chicken for dinner, it was a chicken running around your garden two hours ago. When you have beef for dinner, it was a cow. Something to do with the French. I know it is. I hope it is. I've said it is. Guy's in King's Langley. Guy, question or answer? Uh, I've got a question. Carry on, Guy. Uh, why do kettles not have an off switch? Kettles? Uh, not kettles, sorry. Why do irons not have an off switch? I, I quite like Hello? that. No, I'm, I'm, so, I'm just thinking, mate. It's a mark of respect for the quality of your question. Don't, don't be so impatient. I, I mean, they have a thermostat, don't they? 
I don't know, because kettles have an off switch, but... You always have to unplug an iron from the wall. Well, that's so probably your answer. An iron is potentially such a hazardous thing that it has a built-in encouragement to make sure you unplug it properly and fully turn it off. Right. But that's probably not enough to make you think I deserve a round no. of applause. No. We need not a. Quite. We need an. We need an iron. We need a, 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 a. What do we need? An iron engineer to ring in any we old iron. Yeah. Why do I... I like it, but I'm certain the answer will be safety, i.e. because you have to unplug it from the wall, which minimises any chances of, of danger lately. But why, why have you been wondering about this, Guy? Do you do a lot of ironing? Uh, I've wondered about it for years, actually. I, not, I don't do that much, but always, whenever I do iron, I always think, why don't we just... Can't we just switch it off? If you get sidetracked or kids are playing up or something, why can't you just switch it off? Yeah. Rather than unplug the whole thing. Could be onto something. Caroline thinks this is the best question ever, which probably says more about her than it does about you. <laughs> Take right. it as a compliment. 21 after 12. Natalie's in Brighton. Natalie, sorry, I was supposed to come to you first after the break. I even promised that I would, and then I went to Guy. Yeah, I'm surprised you're still here. How can you ever forgive me? <laughs> I do forgive you, don't thank, worry. <laughs> thank you, Natalie. Question or answer? Um, I've got an answer for the um, question about the burglars, why they're always wearing black and white stripes. Yes. Um, I think it's possibly something to do with, like, prison jumpsuits. Years and years ago, they used to be black and white. Yeah, I mean, they had arrows on them and stuff like that, but... Like, indicative of an escaped convict or something? You've done two things wrong here, Natalie. Okay. The first thing you've done wrong is make it quite clear that you're sort of thinking out loud. If I've taught you you anything (laughs) over the years, it should be that at least pretend that you're absolutely confident of the answer that you're providing to a question. Okay, so I'm like 80% confident. Then you can't, I can't give you a round of applause, because I say now, what are your qualifications? And you say, well, I've just been thinking about it. Well, I remember from my old movies. See, that was the second mistake you made, (laughs) is that you left me with a wide open door through which to drive the fact that you don't have any qualifications. Well, I've seen, no, you don't apologise. But you don't, you, you mean you don't know, do you? So you can't say, well, I read it in a 19th century novel, or, or, or it's, it's, I read it in the history of the Commedia dell'arte. It's all about Scaramucci. No, I'm afraid not. <sighs> I don't have a definitive answer. Well, I just thought I'd, you know, give, give you my opinion. Well, I'm very grateful, but it's usually the other 14 hours of the week where you can just ring in with an opinion. <laughs> this is the hour of the week where you're supposed to ring in with a, with a cogent answer to the question that's actually been posed. So last, we've had two hours, you could have phoned in and said, well, I think Jeremy Corbyn, he's a bit this and that and the other, but you've waited until... 20 past 12 when we're looking for cold hard facts well i hope someone rings up and and confirms my my theory if they do if they do i will insist that they give you half of their round of applause oh that would be great good then we can part as friends next time just i mean just 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 sound more plausible and you might have got over the line on that one uh steve is in hounslow steve question or answer it's an answer to uh why uh um Yellow. You've had that question before. I know I have. I, I'm not. My, my short-term memory's not what it was. And besides, I'm working very hard. <laughs> right. The answer was, it's the fact, the way the ships used to dock back in the days. Shut they used up. To, uh, fly, yeah, they used, to, they used to fly a yellow flag to indicate to the shore that their ship was disease-free. Really? And it was quarantined. Yeah, it was a way of communicating to and fro. How and does that, that translate into dusters? Yeah, because then the yellow colour was associated with being clean. It's an awful lot of trouble to go to, mate, because of some old ship's flag to make all your dusters no, yellow. No, no, it was. That's, that, 
that was the answer back then. So when I say what are your qualifications, uh, what are your qualifications, you say mystery hour. That's correct, yeah, it was. It was a question that was answered last year, that was. When, when, when last year? Oh, I can't remember when. Mark Short took shit to remember. No, I'm just trying to work out whether or not the people who actually get paid <laughs> no, to produce this programme would have been on duty on that day, or whether the people who, 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 who listen as a, as, a, as a compliment and a great compliment well, to me... What they used to do is they used to pull into the port, and before they was uh, allowed out onto the, uh, onto the docks and everything, they used to fly a yellow flag to indicate that their ship was quarantined and it was disease-free. So therefore, that's what the yellow colour coordinates with the yellow dusters. Obviously, use a yellow duster to clean... And, you know. Mate, you're over the line. Thank you very much. No, well played. It's a lesson for us all there. Not sure what it is, but, um, I don't know, remember stuff. George, are you writing this down, children? 25 minutes after 12, George is in Harrow. George, a question or answer? It's answer to the beef and mutton question. It's all about the French, isn't it? it of course it is. Yeah. Um, so what it is, is that the peasants... Back in the good old days when we had peasants and aristocrats. Well, you say the good old days. Um, Some would say the near future. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, today. Um, They had... The the peasants spoke, obviously, old English, which is a bit of German and a bit of everything else. And so their names for the farm animals were, you know, sheep, cows, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. When the rich, the aristocrats in this country pretty much, on the whole, spoke French. They didn't really speak much English. So when the food was on the table, so when meat, so the difference is between the meat and the living animal. So the meat is called what it's called dead, which is beef. If it's if it's sheep, it's either lamb, or if it's over a year or two old, it's mutton. Yes. You know, pork again, like porcine. So the the words are actually French words for the dead, for the meat on the table. Of course, the poor people didn't either didn't have the meat on the table, or they couldn't speak French, so they would have just called it cow or whatever they were calling it then anyway. I, I sus- so you're quite right. You're very kind, I, but I suspect you know. Ben's nine year old was she here to follow up with a supplementary question? I think she'd say, well, why then? Why don't they call it cochon and vache? I imagine they probably weren't eating cochon and vache back then. They were eating a lot of carp. I know carp were bought. No, over no, 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 no. If they say buff, why don't they say vash? Why is the name for a cook meat different from the name for a, for a running around your meadow meat? Well, uh, James, you you stumped me there because when I saw that, I saw it years ago. I saw some sort of documentary and they talked about this because the question I always wondered. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you also had this on Mystery Hour about two or three years ago. Yeah, I, everyone's paying more I, attention I than I am. I should then. probably apologise for that. I knew the answer then, but I, I was shouting it at the radio, but no one could hear me. <laughs> I can always hear <laughs> so I you. I'd try and ring this time. <laughs> no, well, you've got it, and I'm going to give you a round of applause. So it is oh, the French yeah. words for the meat, but what we don't know is why the French then had different words for dead meat and living meat. Well, probably because you don't want to eat a cow, do you? You want to eat... No. It's a figure of speech. I could eat a horse. Well, it's certainly from the meat on the table that the the aristocracy would call the meat on the table. That's what they called it. And and the people in the farms, they obviously just spoke English or whatever they were speaking back then. And they so they had their English language, which is German or whatever as well. So I know it's a bit of a a bit of a throwdown way of saying it, but it's my third round of applause, James. You haven't got it yet, madam. You haven't got it yet, madam. Don't count your chickens. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see what I did? There, don't count your chickens. Chickens, chickens. Go give it quick. Thank you. Thank you. Emma is in Alperton. Emma, question or answer? It's a question. Carry on, Emma. Uh, I'm wondering what the most expensive thing is that's been put up for sale but hasn't been sold. Do you know what? to get the to make it worthless, even though it's priceless? It's no, wow! Are they? 
So, so it's been put up for sale, but nobody's bought it. So there is a price on it. Yeah. But no one's met okay. it. But so wouldn't they just bring the price? Wouldn't they just bring the price down until it did get sold? Well, that's what I was wondering. If it's still not sold. There's a coat coming. Nothing because I don't think I don't think it works as a question because it needs to have been on sale, doesn't it? To 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 yeah, have a so price. Yeah, so it's been put on sale at this expensive price, and no one's bought it. And they've decided not to sell it as a result. Yeah, because if they knocked the price down, then someone would have bought and someone bought it. Then it's been sold, hasn't it? But then it's not worth what they were asking for. It's only worth what someone's prepared to pay for it. So yeah, I could answer your question now by saying I have in front of me a half-drunk mug of green tea, which I'm putting on the market for ten billion pounds. Well, no, it's got to be an item of value. It's got to be. You Hang know. on a minute. I've drunk out of this cup. Would you like to buy it for ten billion pounds? Uh, no. All right. Well, the answer to your question is my half-drunk mug of green tea, because that was on the market a minute ago for ten billion quid, and no one bought it. Do you know? I should have said most valuable thing, then, not the most expensive. Ah, well, then we get down, then we're going down all philosophy, aren't we? What's the difference between? I mean, how do you value something without putting a price on it? Well, say it could be something. Let's just take an example. It was a, a Fabergé egg, which is very recognised as being yeah. valuable and expensive. Clearly, but nobody's bought it. And they would, I mean, I, 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 I'm going to leave the question on the board, but I, I, one of us is wrong here. Either it is a question that admits an answer, or it doesn't, and I don't see how it does. Right. Hmm. But I I'm, 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 there's, um, I'm there's well, boundaries, isn't there? Well, I, I, I just proved it with my pot of tea, didn't I? But it's got, but that's got no value to it. Well, it, it has got some value. It's not worth ten billion pounds. But if someone was prepared to pay ten billion pounds for it, then it would be worth ten billion pounds. And I was thinking about some of the jewels that have been handed down, like the Koh i Noor in the Crown Jewels, but I'm not sure that's ever actually been on sale, so... Yes, I was thinking more along those lines. That, there was a that's more what I was thinking about. Well, I, I, I will ask, what's the most valuable thing that's never been sold? Yeah. But, but I don't I don't want you getting all upset if, if we don't get any answers, all right? Well, I won't, but can I just ask you one thing, James? Of course you can. Is it global make some noise soon, isn't it? Yeah. Will there be a free-for-all mystery hour again? What, what? That's a really rubbish question that I never get through with. And you're prepared to pay money to a good cause in, in order to get it on air, despite warning yeah. us in advance that it's rubbish? I had to do it last year. It was the only way I got my question answered last year. Did we do it last, we did, we do it last year, on the Friday? Did we postpone yeah, it from the Thursday? It. I've got to start paying attention, haven't I? It's my own programme. I've got yeah. my name on the door. All right, for you, yes. Second. Even yeah. if we don't do it as a feature, we will ring you and we will do a question. You, just for you. My but we'll probably question. do it as a whole feature, because it's quite hard to fill. Uh, it's a good one. I like it. We've got all the questions that people have been wanting that have never been deemed. Are you sure? Enough. Is that what we did last year? Yeah. I, I paid and I asked a question about screws. Really boring question about screws. Squirrels? And I was allowed to. Oh. Screws. You know, like wood screws. And oh, I do. I do remember that question. It was awful. Yeah, it was awful. Absolute shocker. We're getting another it. one of them this year, are we? Uh, I would, can I put in a special request that we're allowed one? Yeah, all right, you can, seeing as it's you. All right? Okay. I'll see what I can I'll do. do I've got Caroline in one ear, Emma in the other. Everyone can remember the show from... Oh, I can't remember. Simon Conway's here with the headlines. It is 12.37. You are listening to James O'Brien on LBC, where the questions still in need of answers include 
Um, how many times do you have to put... What was the relationship between pulling a hair out and it not growing back? Why do burglars routinely get portrayed in stripes? Why don't irons have off switches? A couple of you have told me your irons do have off switches. They don't, do they? They have a dial that you can turn down to zero. But it's still not off, off, off. You can't switch it off like you can most electrical appliances. Um, is there anything else on that list? I don't know, know that there is, actually. And we'll find, oh, and what's the most expensive thing that's never been sold? It doesn't quite, quite work, does it? But have a crack at that if you want. We could go a little bit surreal. 12.37 is the time. You're listening to James O'Brien's Mystery Hour on LBC. Um, Wayne in Basildon is on the line, which is quite surprising, frankly. I thought you'd been banned. Uh, no, mate. I'm, I've gone international, haven't I? I've had to go to Spain. Are you ringing from your holly bobs? Yeah, so that way the numbers don't get recognised. That's probably how you got through, yeah? <laughs> no, I'm only joking. It, it, it came up as Wayne in Basildon. You having a nice holiday, mate? Yeah, it's not, not too bad, mate. I'll, I'll send you a little picture of what's going on yeah. when I'm done. You're not going to do... You're um, not an all-inclusive, are you? No, God, no. no, no good. self-catering, mate. Yeah, well played. I, didn't, I don't want you getting get involved in any of that malarkey where people pretend they've been sick in order to sign off their holiday for free a couple of weeks after they get back. I don't want to <laughs> Carry on. Question mate, or answer? I, I, I have a question. Um, my question is, what is that noise that you hear when you're young? It's kind of like a white noise that kind of diminishes what you can hear around you. What are you talking about? When you yawn, there's a noise. There's like a vibration or a noise. No, there isn't. Yeah, there is. Hang on. That's your breath, yeah, you prune. No, 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 no. It's not when you exhale. There's like a vibration, a noise, a white noise. As a supplementary, can someone put in... I've got my headphones on. I'll take my headphones off and see if it works. Right, go on. Oh, uh, kind of, yeah. It's your blood, yeah. isn't it, in your ears? No, what is it? Well, it's blood in your ears. It's like rushing blood through your veins. Uh, what are your qualifications? Genius. Really? Yeah. And when you stretch like that, it brings the bit of your ear that hears closer to the bit of your body that the blood is going through. Uh, I'm sorry, what kind of technical analysis was that? Uh, if you, if when you breathe, that when you yawn, the extension of the jaw creates a contraction in the ear canal that renders the the specific locus of your auditory function auditory function closer to the vein in your ear through which the blood is passing ergo the roaring sound which you described as white noise is blood that's all you wanted to know what's the sound in your ear the answer is blood mate that's just word salad yeah right i'll leave it on the board all right Enjoy your holiday. Get back to your family. Stop, stop phoning radio stations back in London. You should be by the pool. I am. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. I've literally just run in to shut the door so they don't get any ambient noise from outside. Happy days. I shall see what I can do. What is the noise that Wayne can hear when he yawns? I'm presuming that this is a phenomenon other human beings will recognise as well. Otherwise, it could be a long time before we get an answer. 12.40 is the time. Uh, bon vacances. Liz is in Stoke-on-Trent. Liz, question or answer? Question, please, James. I'm on the Fantastic, well played. That's the level of excitement I expect. I thought Wayne was a bit kind of cool, too cool for school, the previous caller. Almost, I like your level of euphoria when you get through. What, what, can, what can I do for you? I've tried so many times for this question, James. Fantastic. What it is, is um, does the heart tissue, the heart muscle, ever um, develop cancer? I've never uh, heard of it. Um, but I just, you know, I, I wonder. It, it, I know this, amazingly. It, is Yes, is the, is the short answer. Car- really? You can get cardiac tumours. 
so a, a, a tumor on the heart and and i and it doesn't happen very often because are you it says here you're a nurse yes and i've never never heard of it so what is it's incredibly rare and i think i, I know why what what is unique about heart cells or not unique but i don't know if it's unique or not but there's something about cells in your heart that's very rare is it because it's it's in use in motion so I, I, that's why that's why i think i would have said before i found out the answer what, what is it? They don't split. Heart cells don't split in the way that cells elsewhere in the body do. That's all I know. I, I, I don't know the technical explanation for it or the, or the biological um, uh, technicalities, but they don't split. So because the cells in the heart don't split, it's hard for a cancer to spread, but it is possible. Don't ask me why or how or anything, because the question is simply can it happen, and you can get a tumour, a cardiac tumour, a tumour in your heart, cancer in your heart. Right, thank you very much. Sounds like a song, doesn't it? Cancer in your heart. Sounds like a kind oh. of 1980s jilted new romantic type song. You're a cancer <laughs> in my heart. <laughs> You're R a romantic. Sort of. Right. <laughs> you I, I feel it hasn't lived up to expectations. You were so excited when you got through. What can I do to, to justify your levels of excitement? Because all you've done so far is give me a free round of applause. <laughs> well, just just keep doing what you're doing and that'll be fine. Oh, bless you. Thank you. Showing off, boasting, talking about myself, ignoring sort of dissenting voice. I'll, I'll crack on this with your permission. Simon is in Nutsford. Simon, question or answer? Answer. Carry on. Uh, for the iron. Yes. Um, basically, the thermostat, um, when you rotate that down, there's a light that goes off. and it That's what I said. Yeah, yes, well that... But it does, it's also that for a reason to encourage people to unplug it. You wouldn't have an on-off switch. Well, I, I, I'm pretty sure you're right. Uh, right, because I used to design them. Bingo. So that is what I was going to say. What are your qualifications? Uh, I used to be a product designer at Russell Hobbs, designing irons. That was my speciality. <laughs> you are winding me up. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> how hard? Don't take this the wrong way, mate, but how hard can it be? Um, can be very difficult. Um, <laughs> what was your What was your revolutionary contribution to iron design? Well, uh, the Easy Fill Iron. Shut up! Is what I designed, where you um, it's the first iron to have a filling funnel at the rear, with a, a button that you press when you filled it at the sink. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> this is one of my favourite mystery moments ever, and I thought it was one of the worst questions we'd ever had. You, you are full of, why, why don't you design irons anymore? Are you are you retired or have you moved uh, on to? I'm a freelance designer, but um, I've done so many irons for Russell Hobbs um, for sixteen years. Straight up, yes. Well, I, there's only one. And, thing. and I've actually been sat. I've listened to you for such a long time. It's been fantastic, and I've Thank been you. sat there thinking, one of these days, <laughs> there's going to be an opportunity for me to ring in. So I had to drop everything I was doing and ring you up. Oh, you weren't ironing. Uh, no, I wasn't. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you know what I have to do now. We've got a question about iron. Yeah. And an iron designer has rung in. I didn't even didn't even know iron designers existed. You, you, yeah. you know what you're going to get, don't you? Oh, I'd love to have one of them. You're going to get one, mate. I'm Ray Liotta, and you're listening to James O'Brien on LBC. If you build it, they will come. Thank you very much. That that, was that got on boots. You get one of these as well. It's a magical moment, and I'm very grateful to you, Simon. Very much. Thank you, mate. We'll speak yeah. again soon. 12.45... Well, I say soon. Could be 20 years before we get another question about irons. 12.45 is the time. 
Coming up at one on LBC, Sheila Fogarty. The civil aviation... 12.49 is the time. Why do burglars wear stripes? The iron, that was just... We should have all gone home after that, shouldn't we? Got a question about irons and an iron designer rings in. I love it. I always wanted to be... Can I, can I digress for a moment or do you want to crack on with mystery? I always wanted to be a razor designer. I think that is the best job in the world. Like a, you know, a, a disposable razor designer. Because all you do is you go to meetings for about two years and talk about razors. And then you take it in turns. After two years, one of you says, I've got a brilliant idea. I've got a brilliant idea for the future of razors. Let's add one more blade. And that's what happens. So every couple of years, they just come along with a revolutionary new idea that involves adding one more blade. And then when that gets a bit tired, you could stick some batteries in it and make it vibrate. But generally speaking, razor designers just commit to one more blade every couple of years and claim that it's a revolutionary development. Iron design is a lot more serious. 12.50 is the time. Ash is in Sandbatch. I'm still in Cheshire, actually. Knotsford. From Knotsford to Sandbatch. That's only a quick hop, skip and a jump, isn't it? Ash, question or answer? Yeah, yeah, it's not far away. It's probably about a 20-minute drive. Nice one. Uh, and I actually work in Nutsford as well, which is where I am at the minute. Small world, isn't it? I'm conquering yeah. the north. I'm conquering the north, borough yeah. by borough. What do you want? Question or answer? Uh, I've got an answer for you on the uh, criminal fashion front. Bring it on. Criminal fashion uh, so, <laughs> so, yeah, what happened was, back in the sort of early 1800s, there was something introduced in America called the Auburn system. The what, what, what? Uh, the Auburn system. Yeah. Um, and that was simply put in place to um, limit how much prisoners spoke to each other and stuff like that. Yeah. And to make them more recognisable in prisons. So the prison jumps, uh, the striped jumpsuit was introduced so they were instantly recognisable in the prisons as well as if they got out. So that if they escaped, they wouldn't be able to blend into the to the background. Okay. What was it called? Spell open for me. Yeah, A-U-B-U-R-N. Do we know where that comes from? Why do they call it Auburn, Auburn? Um, I think it was just a, a sort of a governmental thing, really. They and that, and that would have then got picked up in films and what have you and, and translated into popular culture in other countries as well. What are your qualifications, Ash? Uh, it's a weird one. Right? So when I was doing English literature, my teacher tasked me to find out why Dennis the Menace wears stripes. Brilliant. And that was part of the re- that was part of the answer, was it? Yeah, it was just sort of a... Well, if the answer was he's a criminal, or petty criminal, he's if you will. Naughty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, it sort of stemmed from there. She said, well, if, he's, if a criminal, why do criminals wear stripes? Hang on a minute. What level of English literature were you studying when you were set this homework? Uh, that was just GCSE. GCSE? Find out where Dennis the Menace wears stripes? Yeah. Unbelievable. Scott, your round of applause, there. Awesome. There you go. All right, thanks, James. No, thank you. Carry on. Paul's in Guildford. Paul, question or answer? It's an answer, James. Are you, are you doing it in Morse code? Is that the plan at the moment? Uh, yeah, that, that's not really a plan, but... All yes. right, carry on. I'm all right. Well, well, which one do you want to answer? There's not much left. Um, it is the most valuable object ever. Not to be sold. Not to be sold. Yeah, go on then. Na- NASA recently discovered an asteroid which is floating in space near us, which, yeah. if we could get it down onto the planet and mine it, yeah. it's worth over $100 quadrillion, and it's so valuable that it would instantly crash the global economy. Gosh, what, um, what's it made of? Precious metals, titanium, um, all the stuff that we would use as a... Uh, but no, it's economy. never been for sale, though. Well, I like it, and I think Emma, I think Emma in Appleton will be pleased with this because it's given her a, some knowledge she didn't have before. As long as you're telling yes. the truth, but it's not, it's not a fully formal answer to her question, is it? Well, well, it's probably the best thing you could get. I would have thought, but you can't get it. 
well, there's, well, I'd give it Elon Musk a couple of years and he's probably got it. Yeah, I very much doubt it. Quadrillion. How many noughts is that? Uh, trillion is... Hang on. It's a thousand million and then a million million. Yeah, a million, I think it's million, 14. Million. I'm going to give you a round of applause for being a good sport and for increasing the sum total of our shared knowledge, but I'm not giving you a round of applause for actually correctly answering the question. That's great. Where did you hear about that? I missed that. Why didn't I read about that? Oh, um, I get loads of feeds to come up on Facebook about NASA and things. So. And they, they, they've found it. How, do they, how can they analyse what's in it from so far away? Uh, do you know what? If, if, if Hal texts me quickly enough and he's listening, he could tell me, but they have various scanners on board which can tell all the different materials. This is how they figured out what was on all the... Um, uh, it's, it's either Kepler, I think, Kepler spacecraft. Yes. I can't remember now, on the top of my head. No, I don't, you don't have to. It's definitely clear on a quadrillion, though. It's... They, I remember the quadrillion, wow. but I don't remember whether they said a, a thousand quadrillion or a hundred quadrillion. Doesn't matter. Well, you've had your round of applause. Have I given him his round? I've given him his round of applause. Nice, have, n- yeah. nice work, Paul. Nice work. I like it, but not obviously no cigar. Uh, Amanda is in Old Isleworth. Amanda, question or answer? It's an answer, James. Carry on, Amanda. The hair and hair when it why it won't grow back from yeah. plucking. Yeah. Hairs will not not grow back from just plucking. They have to be caught when they're in their growing stage, and they can only be killed by laser or electrolysis. And the reason why hairs feel softer on legs from waxing is because they've got tapered ends. Oh. They're not cut off from shaving, so they feel a lot softer and they look oh. thinner. They haven't actually... They, they're not changed at all from plucking. I like it. What, um... What was the first bit of the thing when you said the... the, 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 the oh, yeah, electrolysis. How do you know when it's in its growth stage or not? Well, you don't. Oh. It's just luck. So you just get lucky. You have, have, you have to have electrolysis and laser treatments done regularly. Is this your field? Do I sense an electrolysis expert, expertess on the line? I was a beauty therapist for 18 years. Why yeah. have you stopped? Oh, I stopped 10 years ago because of the pay and the conditions. Really? Mm-hmm. Does it work on nostril? Can I, can oh, I, you the, wouldn't want that done, James. You'd cry. Really? Just yes. through pain? Yes. Well, I, mean, I can't keep trimming them, trimming them every week. You have to. Really? Yes. There's one photograph of me in the Observer at the beginning of the year where you could almost nip my nostril hair into the top of my moustache. Well, you should have trimmed before you were. I, I forgot. In the I'm, not, I'm not given to vanity, you know me, Amanda. <laughs> I'm Mr. Modest. I, I can't. I can't be doing with it. Well, so you wouldn't recommend that. electrolysis for nostril hair? No, not at all. all right. where, where, very brave. But bearing in mind this is a family program, where, where would you recommend electrolysis for? Which which hair? Um, well, nowadays laser is a thing, and you can have that done more or less anywhere. But you can have never have laser or electrolysis done in orifices like ears or noses. Why not? Because the sensitivity of the. Se- well, it's just more sensitive skin. That's why, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, much, many more nerve endings than so capillaries. Anywhere where you get a zit that causes you immense agony would be an area where you shouldn't use electrolysis or laser. Because if you get a zit up your nose, you're in all sorts of trouble. You get a zit yeah, in your ear, you're I in all sorts of trouble. That's one way of looking at it, yeah. yeah. Well, you said orifices. You can't get all sniffy about zits. <laughs> Thank you. No, thank you. Oh, plan I genuinely was going to look into getting my nostril hairs electrolysisized. Uh, Richard is in Northfleet. Richard, question or answer? An answer. Carry on. To the most expensive thing that's uh, never quite been sold. Yes. My answer, and unless anyone comes up with better, is Ibiza. And really? back in the eighties, the Germans tried to ne- or did negotiate a sale, and it fell through at the last moment. They were the going to buy Ibiza down. off the they Spanish. Were, 
the Spanish were going to... They didn't want to sell it, but the Germans did make them an offer, which so it hits the criteria of your question, that it was for sale, and they negotiated for three or four years, and it all fell through. Shut up. Spanish people didn't like You're it. making this up. Absolutely not. You can't just go and sell Ibiza. a idea than, than a complete country, albeit a smaller one, then... Well, I mean, a strong play. I, I like it a lot. I mean, I, I don't think there is a, a definitive answer to this question, but you certainly no, own I don't a... think there is. For, 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 it's got to be up there, isn't it? Thanks, mate. You're getting a round of applause, Richard. Thank you. No, you're welcome. <laughs> how much was it? How much, I mean, do we know, roughly? Oh, it, it went to, to the billions, Mark. Well, I could have worked that out for me. negotiate a final figure. So now it could be into the early trillions, couldn't it? Because we're going back to the early 80s, this was. Yeah. Crikey, imagine if the Germans had bought Ibiza in the early 80s. My, t- my, 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 my early 20s and late teens would have been completely different. Absolutely. Yeah, nice work, Richard. I like it. Like it. No, I like it a lot. I, you, did you know that, Sheila Fogarty? No, but you'd never have anywhere to sit, would you, know. if it had happened? Well, it's, it's a sunbed joke. <laughs> oh, shame on you. <laughs> Pete's in Newhawk. Where? Where are you, Pete? Newhawk. Where's Newhawk? Uh, Is it? Never heard of it. Question or answer? The answer for the uh, noise you hear when you yawn. Yes. Yeah, it's the same noise you hear when you scrunch your eyes up really tight. It's mus- uh, muscles vibrating when they contract in your head. Because of the blood? Well, yeah. <laughs> Is it because of the blood? Well, I don't know. My phone's about to run out of battery. Go quick, give him a round of applause before his phone runs out of battery! Thank you very much. That's it for today, I think. Have we done everything? Have we done anything else on the list? That's true about that. It's 125 miles wide, that um, asteroid. And it's worth, I'm going to get this right for you, 8,000 quadrillion pounds. Which is roughly how much better off we're all going to be after Brexit. Uh, you have been listening to James O'Brien on LBC. We'll do it all again tomorrow morning from 10. The next voice you will hear belongs to Sheila Fogarty. I don't know whether to check out your nasal hair. Or tell you off for calling someone an expertess. Expertess. Is that bad? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Did, you did a racist joke about Germans. I did. So yeah. we're even. Right. Uh, from three today, Hugh Hefner. Let's carry on. Hugh Hefner, owner of the Playboy Mansion and brand, has died. Uh, was he a pioneer of sexual liberation or was he a pimp? And at two, the Prime Minister said today in a speech to the Bank of England that the British people played no part in causing the financial crisis. Is that true? Didn't our debt habit contribute to the credit crunch? And at one, straight after the news, the CAA Chief Executive Andrew Haynes is not a happy 